Okay, I'm gonna give you guys my week 13 picks. My week 13 picks. Uh, this is a big week, big NFL week. A lot of divisions are still up for grabs. We have a lot to get into. We're gonna um, talk about the picks, um, and then we might. I'm gonna give you guys my edited Super Bowl bubble. My edited Super Bowl bubble. Who do I like? Who I don't like? And as well, my game day picks and standings. So, without further ado, let's go. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back to the IKP. Um, let me know if you're ready to go on an audio adventure. First, uh, I want to come to you and say, well, first I want to come and say congratulations to the Dunbar football team. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, they um, Dunbar football team, they won the Turkey Bowl, uh, the city championship um, you can go back and listen. You can go back down in the disar in my catalog, my discography, and you can see uh, where I did the interview with Coach Bink and Coach Bink. Um, he talked about his football team. We got into the basis of his rebuild and how he has revitalized Dunbar football, and it has led them to a city title. So you can go down. You can go. You know, go back and listen to that interview if you didn't get the key points but you can go back down and listen to it but on to our week 13 picks the continuation of week 13 we have first one o'clock washington at carolina carolina's a 10 and a half point favorite i do usually don't like this type of these type of picks but i, I you know i don't like the spread of 10 points but carolina's playing for a lot they have a lot to play for they're playing for the, one of those wild card spots um, they're not going to win the NFC South. They didn't win the NFC South. The Saints already clinched that. But they still have a lot to play for. Veteran coach, good players, going against a Washington team that offensively has struggled. Uh, they barely got out. They barely won and beat the Lions last week. So I'm going to take Carolina to win this game. I don't think I, I think Carolina will win by at least two scores. I think Carolina wins 33-20. to 33-20 Carolina. For the next one o'clock game, I have Green Bay at the at New York, the Giants. Green Bay is a six and a half point favorite. I'm gonna take the points. I think Green Bay comes back and get a vengeance of of last week's loss. They they had a horrible loss to San Francisco at San Francisco. They're back on the road again. I think they will take care of the Giants. I think they'll take care of the Giants. Giants once again one of those one of those other teams that's not really playing for much, don't really have nothing to lose. Green Bay has just about everything to lose. Green Bay is playing for a playoff spot, divisional leader spot. They they got Green Bay has a lot on the line and cannot afford to lose games such as these. So I'm gonna take Green Bay to win this week. 29-20, 29-20 Green Bay. 
Cleveland at, at Pittsburgh. Cleveland's a two-and-a-half point underdog. I mean, Cleveland's a two-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Um, I think there's going to be a close game. Cleveland's starting to get their, to find their, their... Cleveland's really finding their flow offensively. Obviously, it's a little too late for that because um, I don't I don't think neither team will be making the playoffs. But Pittsburgh, I like how we I like how the way Pittsburgh is playing. I think Pittsburgh will give up some points, but I think Pittsburgh will will be able to score some points. Unlike the first matchup, and we all know what happened in that first matchup between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. I think Cleveland. I think Pittsburgh has a lot to play for. They're playing for a wild card spot. And also, they're playing for pride and dignity, not to get swept by the Browns this year. And it's at Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh will win at home. I think Pittsburgh will win at home to advance to 7-5. and five. This would be a close one, though. I have Pittsburgh winning this game 24-20. Tampa Bay at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a three-point underdog. I'm going to take the points. I think... This is a this is a very tough one because neither team is really playing for much. I'm gonna take Tampa Bay to win this game. Uh, Jameis Winston, he's been sporadic, you know, here and there, up and down. I'm gonna take Tampa Bay to win this game, 27-20. One o'clock game, Philadelphia at Miami. Miami, ten point underdog, of course. Um, I'm not gonna take the points. I think Miami come think think with first with Philly. Philly five and six. They're playing for a while. They're playing for a playoff spot, but they have been struggling offensively this year. They have not been the same cohesive group offensively. They've been they've been since week seven. They've been when they've been at the bottom of every just about every offensive stat. So their offense gives me a lot of problems and a lot of worries. And just and then just with Miami, Miami being back at home. Miami, they lost against state. They, they, you know, they lose a lot. They're losing a lot of games this year. But Miami is playing real physical. They're playing tough. They're playing. They're playing their tails off, and they're not just gonna let you just run all over them like early in the season. They have really built some pride up, some heart up, and Miami is really tough to beat. I'm gonna take Philadelphia to win this game, but I'm not gonna take the points. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Philadelphia to win this game, 28-23. One o'clock game, another one o'clock game on the docket. The Jets at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a three-point underdog. I'm going to take the Jets to win at Cincinnati. The Jets have been playing well offensively. They have really found their groove. Sam Donald these last three to four weeks have really found his groove and playing well. The Jets, their defense has never really been their main issue. It's just that their offense really hasn't been clicking this year. Their offense have gotten the, gotten it together this year. And I like where they are going and heading. I'm going to take the Jets to win this game 28-17. 28-17 Jets. Another 1 o'clock game, AFC South uh, matchup. Tennessee at the Colts. I'm going to take the Colts. The Colts, um, they you know, they played Houston really hard last week, but I told you guys Houston was going to overcome that. But I think Tennessee's been catching a groove lately. Um, they, they, they've been playing better offensively. They've found some offense. They, and Tennessee, they seem, they, they seem like they do this every year, start off slow and then try to pick it up at the end, and, and it's like a little too late. So, I'm have, I'm, I think this is going to be a close game. Um, Indianapolis is a one-point underdog, 
But I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to take Indianapolis to win this game. Being at home, I think Indianapolis has the better roster, the better quarterback, and the better coach. I'm going to take Indianapolis to win this game. I don't know why they're under. Uh, uh, I don't know why they're a one-point underdog, but I'm going to take. The, I'm going to take Indianapolis to win this game. Twenty-six, twenty-one. San Francisco at Baltimore. Uh, this is a one o'clock. Uh, this is surprisingly. This is a one o'clock game. Um, okay. This is a one o'clock game. San Francisco at Baltimore. Baltimore is a five and a half point favorite. I'm gonna take Baltimore. Um, both teams really run the ball well. Both teams play good defense. Baltimore's defense has been coming along real strong these last few weeks. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Baltimore to win this game. I think it'll be real close. I think Baltimore will dominate this game. For for a good share of it, uh, they are dominated enough where they will come out with the victory and they will win 31-24. This is going to be a really good game, though. But, and then, okay, a 4 o'clock game, Rams at Arizona. The Rams are 2.5-point favorites. I'm going to take the points, but I, I'm going with Arizona. I'm going with Arizona this week. I think Arizona will beat the Rams. Arizona will be the Rams. Arizona didn't really love their offensive line coming into the season. Their offensive line have proved me wrong. Their offensive line hasn't been that bad. And then I didn't I and I then I really love the Rams offensive line this year coming into this year. And their offensive line has been really bad. So the contrast of two, you know, seasons that have really gone the Rams are really overachieved. I mean, the, the 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 Cardinals are really overachieving. The Rams are really underachieving, and their O line is underachieving as well. They have problems on their O line, their D line, their defense. They have problems just about everywhere. And Arizona, the young team, young team, don't have much talent, but. They have been doing what they can do with the most. Um, this has been a good season, you know. At, since week five, Kyler Murray has really turned it around. He's um, the, Arizona plays competitive. They, they, you know, they they play some competitive teams. I, I, I like Arizona to win this game, twenty three twenty one. Raiders at Kansas City. Kansas City is eleven eleven point favorite. Um, I don't think it's gonna be that. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the points. I'm gonna take Kansas City, but I'm not taking the points. Oakland, uh, coming off a tough loss against the Jets. I thought they should have won that game. I don't know why. I don't know how they, uh, you know, they they just lost that game. But I'm going to take Kansas City. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, they had a nice break. They had a nice week off. You know, get Patrick Mahomes back healthy. I still, I still do have my issues and, you know, lingering problems on what Kansas City looked like. But, but. I think Kansas City is a little bit better offensively than Oakland. Derek Carr really struggled last week, which we didn't see these last previous weeks. Derek Carr really struggled. I'm going to take Kansas City to win 38-30. Chargers at Denver. Denver is a three and a half point favorite. I mean, underdog, I'm going to take the Chargers. The Chargers, uh, just, they're just talented. They're more put together. Than the, than the Broncos, even though it's at mile high. I'm going to take the Chargers to win this game 24-20. Sunday night thriller, New England at Houston. Houston is a three-point underdog. I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to take New England. 
New England, I mean, this this would be a good test for New England. Uh, this is really one of the premier teams in AFC that don't really get talked about, Houston. But I, I, I just like how New England has been playing. They find ways to win games. I think they'll find a way to win this game coming up against Houston. I think they'll find a way to limit Deshaun Watson a little bit, just a little bit, to hold off that offense and and to allow New England in that offense to score a little bit more points than what is needed. I think New England will win this game 24-21. Monday night game, Minnesota at Seattle. Seattle is a three-point three favorite. I'm going to take the points, and I'm taking Seattle. Um, love Russell Wilson these primetime matchups against other premier teams. I love them. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Seattle to win this game 27-24. Minnesota has been playing well these last few weeks. I mean they have played exceptionally well these last these last few weeks. Um, I'm gonna take like I said I'm taking Seattle. Don't still we still you know we still have our questions about Kirk Cousins. He's really came through these last few weeks, but let's see him in some prime another primetime matchup. Against a premier quarterback in football. That is my week 13 picks. Okay, I am back, and I'm going to talk about my, this is going to be my last segment, because I don't want to hold you guys too long, um, this is going to be my, I'm going to talk about my Super Bowl bubble, my edited Super Bowl bubble, we don't do this on a weekly basis like my top 10, but we do this quite often, I think the last time I did this was like week 10-ish, week 10, so, you know, we all know a lot of things have changed and happened since week 10, so I'm going to get into my edited Super Bowl bubble, um, this is big, okay, this is big, this is big, Uh, we're going into week 13, week 14 is next, we have a lot to break down, so, as of right now in the NFC, the number one seed is the 49ers, if the playoffs was to start today, the number one seed would be the 49ers, uh, they, of course, they have a first round bye. Then at ten and two, the Saints would be the number two seed. They will have a bye as well. And then the Packers would be the three seed. The 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 Cowboys would be the four seed. And then the Seahawks would be the fifth seed. And then the Vikings would be the last and final seed at the sixth seed. In the AFC side, we have New England at the first, at the, as the number one seed. Baltimore at the two seed. Pittsburgh at the oh well no. Texans at the third seed, Chiefs at the fourth seed, Buffalo at the fifth seed, and Pittsburgh as the sixth seed. Now, out of these, you know, 12 teams that I mentioned, I love Baltimore, I love San Francisco, I love the Saints. Those are three teams that I love. Those are three teams that I love. Baltimore, San Francisco, New Orleans. Three teams that I love. Now, here go some teams I like. Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Chiefs. Those are teams I like. Pack, Patriots, Packers, Seahawks, Chiefs. 
Um, now the, these other playoff teams, like the Cowboys at six and six, uh, at the Cowboys, Cowboys at six and six, I, 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 Philly has a has the easiest remaining schedule this in the, throughout the league. Dallas had they have to go at, they have to go to Chicago. They got to come back home play the Rams. They got to then they got two division games at Philly and then play Washington the last week. I don't know what their what their playoff hopes are, but they they're looking real slim. So I don't not not a fan of them. Buffalo they're nine and three. Buffalo has had a great season this year, but I'm not so sold on Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, I don't want to say they're frauds, but Buffalo's 9-3, easy schedule. Some of a, some of an easy schedule this year caught people by surprise. I think they're a little bit too offensively limited to, to compete against the Chiefs. Or the Texans or the Ravens. I think they're a little bit too offensively limited. Even though these last few weeks, Josh Allen has had big games and he's played well. I'm not so sold on Buffalo and their playoff contentions. And, or well, not contentions, but are they going to win multiple games in the playoff? I, I just don't see it. That's just me. Uh... The Texans, I love Deshaun Watson. I love the receiving core. There's a report that came out uh, earlier saying that J.J. Watt, he can possibly come back for the playoffs coming off that torn peck. Uh, so I, 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 I like their offense. I don't love their defense. I think that I, don't, I, don't love, I don't love Houston's defense. Uh, like I, I said this a couple weeks ago, you know, when they played Indianapolis. I said... They'll win because Deshaun Watson will separate himself, and he's special, and that's what special players do. But as an overall collective group, I don't, they're, not be, they're not better than Indianapolis. Uh, they're, not, they're not better than Indianapolis, and I don't think they have the all-around pieces and format to win two games in the AFC, in the AFC playoffs. I just don't see it. Uh, on to Pit- the Pittsburgh as the sixty. Pittsburgh, they're lucky to be in this. I, they, they, they're just lucky to be in this race. Um, they overachieved this year. I don't see. I can't see them being anybody in the AFC playoffs. They're just thankful and happy to be in the postseason. I know Pittsburgh six championships. It's all about winning Super Bowls. But to be realistic, they lost AB. They lost Le'Veon Bell. Then they lost. Uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger in, the, in, the, in in week two, they're just lucky and happy to be here. They started off the season zero and two, didn't look too good. Uh, they've been winning in different ways. Uh, their defense has really come came alive, but I, we can't see Pittsburgh winning multiple games in the in the AFC. We can't see them winning the game in the AFC playoffs. So, and they're a little bit limited off offensively. Now with the Chiefs, I say I have the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. Uh, I like them. We all love the Chiefs offensively, with led by the offensive mastermind that that Andy Reid is, and then with Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position and how dynamic he is. We all love the Chiefs offensively, but they don't. First, offensively, the the one weakness that I was nitpicking, the one weakness that they have offensively. Is them not being able to run the football? 
the Chiefs do not have they they they, they don't run the football. They don't they don't po- they don't pull po- they don't pose that as a threat enough um to be balanced. They don't pose that as a threat enough to be balanced. So they don't run the football enough. Um and then defensively they don't stop the run. They don't stop the run. And in the playoffs you gotta be able to stop the run. They don't stop they don't nearly stop the run enough. And then their defense, their defense overall isn't good. They don't have much of they don't much have they don't they don't have much of a personnel there defensively to start off with. So I I, I don't love them defensively, but offensively they, we all know they can pull, they can pose a lot of problems to defenses. But the the, the but Kansas City what they what's going to hold them back. In this year's playoffs, is their defense. I feel is that their defense is not going to be able to generate enough stops. That's just my opinion. Not going to be able to generate enough stops to give that ball back to the offense and Patrick Mahomes. So that's why I like the Chiefs. Now I like New England. I like New England. I had them in the same. You know, I had them in the same category as the Chiefs. But I think New England. It would have surprised me if New England make it back to the Super Bowl and win the AFC. No, it would not. But New England, they have, we all know about their lingering issues on offense, uh, lack of explosiveness, and lack of big plays offensively down the field for New England. We all know that's been a problem for them this year. And it's lingering, and it sticks out like a sore thumb offensively. And a 42-year-old Tom Brady is much more easier to prepare for. So, New England, with New England, like, of course, New England can still win the AFC. New England still gets the Super Bowl. And New England can still win a Super Bowl, of course. But their offensive issues worry me. Uh, Their defense... It's fine. We all know their defense is stellar, but their offensive issues and and, and limitations scare me. Uh, with New England trying to go back, you know, trying to get back to the Super Bowl, but down Miami, it, 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 their offensive issues scare me. But the good thing for them is they get guys, they get receivers back, they get guys healthy, uh, they get some offensive line back and help. So that I think that will help them if that if. If they get that all sorted out, I think that would help them. Now to the NFC, that the teams that I like, Seattle is another team that I like. Seattle, uh, they Russell Wilson led with Pete Carroll. Russell Wilson has really won them a lot of games this year, and I, I say he's the best clutch quarterback in in football right now. Two minutes left, either the game is tied or you're down three. Two minutes left. There's no other guy in football right now that I want more than Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. He's the best clutch quarterback in the league right now, and for me, he's probably one. He's probably my MVP favorite, neck and neck between Lamar Jackson and, and Russell Wilson. So I think they're led by that. They're you know they're 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 relying on Russell Wilson, but their defense has come alive, especially their front seven with Clowney. He's really made a he's really made an impact and difference. Um, on that front li- on that front line, so I like Seattle. Um, could they get to the Super Bowl? I don't know, but could they get to the NFC Championship game? I could possibly see that. I could see that happening, but I don't know. Off, I don't know. I I, I'm, I have my questions mark. I have my question marks defensively. Um, defensively, that's where my problems linger, especially with the secondary. 
my 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 questions and my questions still linger around how good are they on defense in the secondary. Minnesota, another team that I like. I think they had now I know there's I know I, I feel like I know Minnesota's ceiling. Minnesota's ceiling is NFC championship game. I can't see them getting to the Super Bowl. And I and this is a team that I like. You know, they they, they have an identity. They have an identity. They're gonna run they they're gonna run the football, then that's gonna create some space and opportunities for Kirk Cousins to make the big play, to take those big shots down the field with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. That is gonna that, that that that's gonna lead to big shots down the field. So that's their identity offensively, and they have a good roster on paper. Um, probably the best roster in football. You know, if you look around every position that 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 they have, they they have a good roster. They have one of the best rosters in football. And the thing that worries me with Minnesota is Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins, if you like, you're telling me Minnesota has to go down to New Orleans and it becomes a shootout. I don't know how Kirk Cousins fares. If, if he has to go to Lambeau and it becomes a shootout, I don't know how Kirk Cousins fares. If he has to play Seattle and it's a shootout, I don't know how it fares. I do not know how it fares with Kirk Cousins in a shootout. So I'm not going to trust that. And that is my that's my lingering that's my only and like lone problem with Minnesota. It's just that Kirk Cousins. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Um, pack the Packers. The Packers. It's another team that I like. The Packers, they often, their, th- their three losses have come due to them being outplayed physically and them being soft up front. That is my problem with the Green Bay Packers. Everything else is fine with them. Um, now, teams that I love, Baltimore 49ers Saints. Baltimore, let's start with Baltimore. Baltimore, I mean, they've been the best team in football. Um, these last few weeks... Last like month or so, they've been hands down probably the best team in football. Uh, Lamar Jackson, MVP candidate, of course. Offense, of course. We all know how good and explosive and dominant their offense is and can be. Their defense has, I mean, to me, in these last few weeks, their defense has really been the story. Their defense has came along really well. The defense is making plays. They're forcing turnovers. Because early down this early in the season, their defense gave up a lot of big plays, a lot of big runs, didn't get as many turnovers. But these last few weeks, this last month of football, their defense has really stepped up the play. And I think this is what has really turned this Ravens team all the way around into the down the best team in football, um, as many see it. The best team in football, the Ravens. That's why I love them. Um, the 49ers, the 49ers, we, hey, Richard Sherman made a great point last week. Anytime Jimmy Garoppolo has a good game, we always try to look for that one flaw, and we always try to move the goalposts. Jimmy Garoppolo these last weeks has played well. He's played well. If if it wasn't for the field goal, if it wasn't for the kicker missing an easy field goal against Seattle in overtime, the 49ers are still undefeated and 11-0. So, Garoppolo isn't the reason why, you know, he's he's had his struggles and issues, but Garoppolo has done more good than bad, and he he hasn't, you know, hasn't really cost them games, 
They only have one loss in the season. In these last few weeks, he's been putting up some good numbers as the as the, the as the running game or as the run offense has been slowed down. He's put up some good numbers, and their defense, their D line is ferocious. The 49ers D line is ferocious. It's nasty, and it plays greedy up front. So that's why I love San Francisco. And then with the Saints. I mean, this might be Sean Payton's best coaching job of his career. The Saints, 5-0 with a, with a backup, win roll games, win some tough roll games at that. Uh, already, what's not to love about the Saints? I love them at home. If they can somehow, some way, you know, next week beats, beat the 49ers at home, if they can beat the 49ers at home next week, and they get and they clutch home field. I, I like the Saints. I really like the Saints. Drew Brees and his greatness. Along with that defense that does not get talked about very much. That is my edited Super Bowl bubble. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys are doing a great job of clicking. Adios, amigos. I'm gone. Once again, check out that interview I did with Coach Bink. Congratulations to Dunbar. And their Turkey Bowl victory against H.D. Woodson. Once again, adios, amigos. I'm gone. Thank you guys for listening. Arrivederci. Bye-bye. See you. We'll be back on the next episode talking about Week 13 and what happened. College football playoff and some more. Gone. Thank you.